thanks for uh, tuning in to another episode of Mark Loves Podcasts, Pets and Pot. Uh, again, another great episode. We had uh, a fantastic guest today in Sarah Keen. Um, we, uh, <clears throat> I discovered uh, uh, I'm a bit of a unicorn when it comes to my diet. Uh, uh, Sarah, uh, she she took Steve's uh, side on things today. Um, a bit of a battle, a little sabotage happening in the podcast. Um, but overall, guys, uh, uh, another fun, fantastic podcast. Uh, Sarah recommended some great, uh, great podcast to listen to. We talked about pets, pot, all the good stuff. Um, and, uh, there's, uh, we talk about some guy named Rocky Flintstone. So, uh, tune in to find out who he is anyway, have your, uh, you know, thanks for tuning in and, uh, we'll catch you on the other side of the theme song. Have a great day. Do you guys want to listen to podcasts? Okay. Fill your bowl, fill your pet's bowl, and open your ear holes. It's time for Mark Loves Podcasts, Pets and Pot. Where we talk about the podcasts, pets and pot that make life pleasant. Isn't that right, boy? Steve, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing good. How you, are you doing uh, after uh, all the snow, uh, the snowshoeing last week? Were you feeling sore or what? Uh, no, you know, uh, it's I know we're an audio only podcast, but uh, I'm a fine physical specimen, Mark. So oh, no, yeah, it okay. uh, no, I was I was uh, sore for a couple of days and um, just the hips because it's it's like I said, walking on the snowshoe is very different. So. Yeah, I told you it was the piriformis. It's that muscle that you've you 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 you're shortened up to do your walk and everything like that. And that's where. So just some yeah, some heat on that area, some good stretches. But other than that, good week. Good week. I was down in Toronto for a couple of days and uh, drove through snowmageddon going down and then snowmageddon going up. I actually had to crash in Sudbury on the way home because uh, it just it, it got so bad and I figured. Uh, Pulling off to the side and spending the night in Sudbury is better than ditching my company vehicle. So it oh, was uh, yeah, fair it enough. Was a night in Sudbury. Absolutely. Well, Sudbury and Sudbury's only what a couple hours from your place, so it's not. You're almost home by that point, right? Yeah, but I had a, a colleague that was ahead of me coming up, and and there was uh, transport accidents all the way along Highway 17. The the roads are so bad, transports were sliding off. So I thought, eh, if a transport's not going to make it, the, the Jeep Cherokee ain't going to make it either. <laughs> hey, that's it. Better safe than sorry. Um, How was your week? I had a good week. We uh, we'd been talking about that comedy show that we'd been uh, planning to do, like that we were doing out in Bonfield for a uh, couple of episodes before. Like we had Adam Beanish on a few episodes ago, and he was going to be performing at it too. And it was a great show last night. They we uh, over two hundred people there. They raised almost three thousand dollars for uh, this reptile camp that they were supporting. Um, but it was it was fantastic. It was I had a good set. Everybody had good sets. So I was really happy about uh, how it went. And there's a um, there's another show uh coming up in april uh for uh the same place again so we're we're anticipating another fantastic tur- uh, fantastic turnout from uh 
from the small town of Bonfield. They came out big time. It was great. It was haven't had a fun comedy night like that in ages because uh, normally we're doing like open mic nights at bars. And typically, you know, an open mic night at a bar, half the people at the bar don't even realize there's comedy going on. So when you get on stage and start performing like they could give two shits, whereas this is like 200 people were there for comedy. Right. So it was uh, it was definitely uh, it was it was it was awesome. So uh, looking forward to the next show in April. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm kind of floating and on a good high today with uh, with how well it went. Um, and it's Super Bowl Sunday. And yeah, it's Super Bowl Sunday today, so it's an action packed day. We were recording a little bit earlier. Um, and you know what? Maybe, Lucky for our guest, we were recording. Earlier. Yeah, absolutely. Because our, our guest, we were, we were speaking with her earlier today before we were recording, and she's she's saying she's a little anxious about being on this podcast. So she's happy we're recording earlier in the day, so we can just get it over with, right? Like like ripping the band aid off type of thing. So guys, uh, please uh, welcome to our podcast uh, our guest this week, uh, Sarah Keen. Sarah, pleasure having you here today. Thank you so much. It's weird being on. Like I listen every week, so it's kind of interesting to see you guys, and I look forward to seeing you smoke up. Well, <laughs> see, Sarah, you you don't have to be anxious because if if you're one of our regular listeners, you're only now talking to twenty nine people instead of thirty. So you know what? It's <laughs> you know you feel less anxious. Yeah, there's exactly one less listener listening to you this week, and that's yeah, that's it. you know I think you know we're oh, we're we're gonna crack that fifty listeners an episode mark one day, Steve. I know it. I have that faith that it's gonna happen. Uh, now, Sarah, like I like I ask every guest, you know, at the beginning of each episode, are you gonna choose to get high today? Uh, no, I'm not. Now I kind of feel. Like- I'm high. Oh, really? Okay. Just is it the anxiety? And like the sweat. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> now you're not, you're not a regular smoker, right? Is that or, or a pot or, or cannabis consumer? Is that correct? I am not. No, it's probably like 15 years ago since I've been high. Now, have you, have you, uh, like with the legalization of cannabis and stuff like that, are you, do you have an inkling to try it again or is it just something that's up your, uh, up your alley? I didn't really, but listening to your podcast, I've learned a lot from Hillary and like, I'm in the holistic health world. So some of those benefits are kind of fascinating to me now. I have been thinking about it. I probably do like a 10 to one CBD THC ratio. So I don't get like the high, but I get the benefit. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's well, the nice thing is, is that you're you're contemplating it, right? Like it's, you know, like if and 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 like you said, there are options there out like outside of just getting stoned with cannabis now. Right. Like you said, there's the holistic stuff. You can do the CBD. Uh, like if you listen to the episode about the terpenes, you, you know, you get an idea of how, how like how beneficial a, a terpenes can be. So uh, it's it's interesting that, you know, I'm, I'm like happy that you're deciding to. uh to, to potentially venture into that world. Now, if you were in an environment or a, like a, a scene where there was cannabis, would you consider like, you know, taking a puff on a joint or something like that? Yeah, I'd consider it. It, it was a fun time. Yeah. Like I lived in university. I lived with three other girls and one was like a heavy pot smoker. Like she was like awake and bake before every meal, before bed, like before everything she was getting high. So, you know, it was fun. We had fun. We unfortunately... Or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, lived beside a convenience store. Uh, so that got <laughs> We'd like go over and get what we called the four food groups, which was like chips, chocolate, ice cream, and candy. We'd be like all set, watch the hills. I don't know what we did, but it was a lot of laughs. I like those four food groups. Those are the kind of four food groups I used to sort of follow when I was fat, right? It was like salty, <laughs> sugary, uh, chocolatey. 
and greasy uh, and yeah greasy or something like that yeah those were the man if i was next to a convenience between, store oh i would be screwed i'd be like super fat again i think right now between oh, the yeah, two I, of you 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 just named like the the perfect black version not not black in a race thing god help me don't get canceled a very dark version of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. There's like greasy and fatty and sugary and salty. Chocolatey. Yep. Absolutely. Chocolate. Oh, no, no, no. You can't have the chocolatey one. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I tried to calculate how much money we spent at that convenience store one semester. And I was like, I can't look at this. Like, it was unreal how much OSAP went towards that. Yeah, well, because that's the thing is like you're high and you probably just walk over there and get yourself like, you know, like a couple little snacks. And it's a few bucks at a time. But then if you like add it all up, it's like, holy shit, we just spent like four thousand dollars on junk food last year guys like come on we could do yeah well. actually um mark you've mentioned that like pot today is very different than pot back then yeah are like, munchies and pasties is that still like, oh yeah factor? that's it's still a big part of it like there's still like there's still like we'll get cannabis sometimes that because we 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 don't stick to a certain strain right like we're not like with like with you know like beer drinkers where you, you drink one brand and that's your brand forever We'll try different things, and sometimes, yeah, we'll find that we grab a strain and literally, like, I'll smoke it, and then for the next three hours, I just constantly go into the kitchen and grabbing little snacks of things, right? And Dana and I, we're horrible. We're good at sort of enabling each other. So, like, mm -hmm. I'll go to the, I'll go to the grocery store, and then the next thing you know, I've got there's fruit roll ups in the basket. You know, there's little you know chips. We like those little mini cans of pop now. So we we don't you know we don't do things to help ourselves to keep away from the snacking. Like really, you know, if we were smart, we'd have more fruit and nuts around for that kind of weed. But yeah, there are times we get weed, and I'm just literally just plowing my face with food, and I it's just like it's because it's it's the weed is doing it to me. <laughs> so yeah, in the holistic world, like, sorry. So Sarah, in the holistic world, do you have have you seen that big switch? Like, do you have a lot of people asking you about that? As because of course, the holistic world, I'm guessing people try and avoid medications normally. So, have, how much do you get asked about CBD as the way to fix ailments? And and do, do any of your training lead towards that? Yeah, so I mostly work with women who are trying to lose weight. So we don't really talk about that, especially with the munchy thing. Um, <laughs> but I remember being in school and like a couple of my teachers being like, you know, if you want to get into cannabis, this was back in 2016. So it wasn't legal yet. When did it become legal? It was like pretty recent, right? Uh, 2018. Um, 2019. Yeah. No, 2018 so became legal. Yeah. Oh, 18. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. If you want to like make this your niche, there's going to be a huge place for it. So I'm sure there are nutritionists who have a career where they just help people with cannabis. Um, and one of the podcasts I'm going to mention later, they actually have a whole episode about like healing with cannabis and medicinal mushrooms, CBD and that kind of thing. And it was really interesting. You probably like that episode. Ooh, medicinal mushrooms. Nice. Yeah, we took some medicinal, not we took some mushrooms on Friday. Not Yours medicinal, were medicinal. Not medicinally. These are more like, this is more like macro dosing versus micro dosing. But it was, uh, I, you know, I have, hey, I, I would love it if, if, uh, can or you know mushrooms became uh, as as legal as cannabis now that you mention that sarah because this is so i would look like there are these so there are these like cannabis sommelier courses that i've discovered that they have in like like there's one in ontario or one in canada that's like an official like here we will teach you all about sort of recommendations of cannabis but i i don't know if they do sort of the holistic stuff so you know so much as the like you know we'll we'll teach you you know what can 
cannabis to smoke with like steak and stuff, I guess. So um, I are like, do you know, I wonder if there are courses like are there courses that it's like where you could get like a holistic, uh, a holistic certification in cannabis or is it just something that you'd have to learn and share? I'm just uh, yeah. I'm like... uh, the school that I graduated from, the Institute of Holistic Nutrition, they have a con ed course. It's like a weekend intensive and it's called Cooking with Cannabis. And it's like I think they have like course notes that tell you about like the benefits of cannabis. I haven't done it, but it's it's kind of like on my radar. Um, and they just teach you like how to get all those benefits, how to use it in your cooking, how to make the butter and all of that stuff. So I think it's becoming more popular for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Mark, Mark's going to teach a course getting baked with cannabis. Oh, there yeah. you go. That's, you know, I like that. But if you ever do that course, let us know because we would love to have you on to tell us about it. Because yeah, I was looking at that sommelier course because they've got multiple levels and like literally I like you become like, yeah, I guess it's like a wine sommelier. Like someone talked to you about weed and you can recommend, you know, all like this would be good for this if you if you if you if you're looking to you know anxiety have this one type of thing i guess but uh mm-hmm. it's interesting you know what's what's on offer out there and uh well i've that- heard some of the i've heard some of the um retailers like the the dispensaries the the bigger label ones someone was telling me that they they have a pretty intensive uh training program if you want to go through it i mean there's people that are going to go to any job and just I'm going to get paid my hourly wage and someone comes in and you always recommend the same thing because that's the one you smoke. But someone was telling me that you can, um, whether it's the session, excuse me, the sessions or, or those chains, you can get to that level where you are truly talking about it like they do at the LCBO when people are asking about wines and earth notes and shit like that. Yeah. So, so like this exist. one, like there's this one, it's it's called, uh, it's Cannabis Sommelier. Um, and it's done by Canada reps. And I think it's the only um, like recognized official Somali- Canada's first and only cannabis sommeliers uh, certification courses. So you can actually uh, like you can actually get like a degree, I guess, in 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 pot recommendations. So maybe that's something I consider doing in the off season or, uh, you know, on the side. Like, here you go. You know, I could I could learn uh, I could learn everything because I learned so much with the terpenes with Hillary that I just I want to yeah. know as much as I can or, or learn more about like pot and be able to just recommend it. And, you know, maybe eventually become more of a pot expert, because right now I'm learning that I don't know as much as I thought I did. So it's uh, right. it's nice to sort of it's nice to get as much in my head as possible now. Um, so what are you smoking today, Mark? I was going to say, before we forget, so this is, I actually, I have a really, so I went to, cause I went to my usual place, happy life. Right. And I was, uh, uh, I was talking to the girl behind the counter and I said, you know, uh, like I was looking for some, just some pre-rolls, maybe a variety pack. And, uh, she recommended, um, this stuff called quest. Um, and it wasn't what I was looking for. Wasn't for the show at the time. It was for our Mushroom Fridays, right? So um, I said, "Well, I want something a little bit different." Um, but I would definitely consider taking the quest for a podcast I do because um, I smoke weed on it. And she says to me, "She goes, oh, what's your podcast called?" And I said, "It's called Mark Loves Podcast Pets and Pods." She goes, "I listened to that podcast." So I was, I was, it was, it was great. It was like the first time I've ever run into anybody that was like, "Hey, like you know," she she recognized it. She and so uh, I so I said I would grab this stuff called Quest and I would smoke it on this week's episode because that's what she recommended and she wanted to know if I you know if it was good weed or not. So um, there's three different uh, there's three different vari- uh, three different uh, joints in here. There's one called Orange Push Pop, uh, one's called Purple Papaya, and one is called Sugar Haze. And um, 
this uh, it's called an infused mixer pack and it's a uh, it's it's live resin infused which i'm not quite sure what exactly that means but uh, i'm pretty sure it's going to get me high so i went with the uh, i'm i'm smoking the purple papaya right now um, and it is Sunday morning, so this is kind of a wake and bake. Uh, uh, it, sounds, it sounds like a brunch thing. It, it's a perfect one. It sounds like you're one of those fancy brunches. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. I'll have the purple papaya today with my uh, with my champagne supernova or whatever the heck those things are called. <laughs> See, I this is what I don't get. So I just I, I listened to a podcast during my super quest of a drive, and it was a, a podcast about big tobacco, and you know all the pushback that they got with. You can't use Joe Camel because it it's you know makes kids want to smoke. Because I, I don't know, I, I know I would. You know, hey, that Camel's cute. Maybe I should consume whatever product they're suggesting. Mm -hmm. And the Marlboro, but you get these names, and if you came across it and you didn't know, and again, if you were a kid and you're sitting there staring at a product, even though the marijuana leaf's there and the cautions or whatever, but if I came across a product called Purple Papaya, and you know. What well, was sorry? Orange, orange. There's pop, there's pearl, orange purple. push pop, purple papaya, and sugar haze. Sugar haze. You're telling me if you left a package out called sugar haze and an eight year old walked by it, that you know we're not peaking any interest here. Well, I mean that's, you know that seems a little Steve. You, like you bring up a good point, right? Like because again, this is this is legalization is still such a new thing that uh, that. Um, you know, the, you know, I, there's a learning curve to things. Now, the nice thing, and I don't know if you know this, but um, but um, uh, the government of Canada, they have a survey every year uh, in regards to cannabis. Right. So uh, if you go on their website, uh, you can find the survey whenever it's available. You can fill out those things like you can you can put those inputs in like, hey, you know, maybe the naming should be a little bit more strict or things like that. Right now, there, I know there's a big sort of there's this big push because like you have the wine industry, right? And the wine industry, you know, they get to they you know, they can name their their wines, whatever they want. And they have, you know, colorful labels on there. So I think there's this like the cannabis industry sort of has this like like there's a double standard going on here right like why did the like why did the alcohol people get to put you know colorful labels and and get you know fancy names and why are you trying to sort of dissuade that from our like from our world here right so um again this is all behind the scenes i imagine there's a lot of push and pull and a lot of like glad handing and lobbying back and forth for what they can and can't have but no you make a good point you know, I think it's it's about, you know, again, it'd be up to parents educating their kids about cannabis and stuff like that. Like, Sarah, you have a couple of kids, but they, I imagine they're, you know, at the age they're at, they're still too young to sort of uh, like I they wouldn't know what cannabis was or anything like that, mm -hmm. would they? No, they don't know what it is. But Chelsea can read now. Like okay. she can like reading my text messages the other day. I'm like, OK, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're gonna hide your alcohol. You're gonna hide your weed, like up in a cupboard where they can't reach it, right? It's really up to the parents. If you're like a very irresponsible parent, then that's really more on you than the cannabis companies. But you'll have like, if they ever come to you and ask you about cannabis, you'll have that adult, like that parent conversation with them that would just, you know, like you would inform them what it is and 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 oh. sort of the, you know, like. So yeah, like I imagine education is a big part of it, Steve. Uh, but no, like like the the there are inputs there. The government is always looking for inputs from the public about everything. So if you wanted to, I'm sure you could go on the I I I, I the Canada dot com or government.ca website or something like that. I'm sure that you could find something in there where you could put your input um, towards cannabis or anything, really. 
You know, I'm sure there's probably somewhere on there, uh, you know, inputting about, you know, the legalization of mushrooms or something like that, which, you know, I could go and find and probably fill out as well. Um, okay. So, Mark, more importantly, when you were there and she said, oh, I listened to your podcast. Mm -hmm. Did you happen to do as I've taught you over the years and be the good sales guy and say, oh, do you know I mentioned Happy Life every week on the podcast? Well, no, because she because uh, she joints should be free. She I well she's she was just a worker behind the scenes. But what I did do what I what I did do because you know I you know like I I did leave her because I had some of my stickers, some of the podcast stickers on me. So I left her a little pile of the podcast stickers. So you know we'll see. Like it's I think because the other thing I was thinking about this the other day, Steve, can. Can cannabis companies advertise? Like, could we get a cannabis company as a sponsor? Well, I'm sure you can. I mean, we've we've done it, you know, through the city. We we've kind of had them involved, and you know, when you drive between but like, uh, is it, Sudbury is... and and you drive along the 17, High Life has billboards. All do they? there's another okay. one. If the good people at High Life are listening and you'd like to <laughs> sponsor the podcast, over the people at. Sorry, Mark, what's the one you go to again? Happy Life. Happy Life. Happy Life. If you want to beat Happy Life to the punch and be the official sponsors of Mark Loves Podcast Pets and Pot, uh, marklovesppp at gmail.com. <laughs> and that's how it's done. There you go. Um, well done. But yeah, so I, they've got billboards all along the highway, so I know they can advertise. Because I, I don't mean, know I don't if it's like tobacco. Remember, like tobacco, you can't have like, remember you used to have like Benson and Hedges Symphony of Fire and like you had car, like De Maurier cars and like the uh, auto racing and stuff like that. I like, because I'm just trying to think like, I don't know if I've ever seen like an actual cannabis ad for a cannabis company or a strain of cannabis. Am I am I wrong about that? That's something yeah, to investigate. I, don't, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen that going, but again... Nothing says a briefcase of money doesn't show up on Mark's doorstep and just keep talking about <laughs> happy life, Mark. You know what? You know, that's, there's unofficial advertising and then there's official. And the fact that I don't get paid for doing this, if that briefcase does show up on your doorstep and I find out about it, I will break your ankles unless some of it makes its way this way. Oh, don't you worry, Steve. That they'll, they'll be If the briefcase lands on my store, doorstep, there'll be a small briefcase landing on yours. Don't you worry. It'll, it'll happen. I will get a Ziploc bag worth of money on my front doorstep. That's it. Exactly. Well, you know, a Ziploc bag of change. You know, that'll be, let's, let's, come on, let's be honest here, Steve. So, um, okay, guys, like, uh, you know, I'm getting pretty high here. I think, uh, I think we had a good pot conversation. You guys, uh, you guys feel comfortable where we went with pot today? I, yeah, I'm eager to hear Sarah's recommendation. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm curious. Okay. Well, so guys, I think, uh, I think we'll, uh, we'll end our pot section there and we'll move on to the meaty part of today's podcast. And that's the podcast section. Now, Sarah, you have five podcasts to recommend. Um, I'm familiar with one of them, but I'm really there's one on here that looks like a, a really like the name of the podcast is just fan. I think that should be the last one you recommend. Um, but uh, but you have you have five podcasts you want to recommend. So where are we going to start today, then, Sarah? I'm going to go most serious to like most humorous. Okay, so we're going to start. The Ultimate Health Podcast. The Ultimate Health Podcast. Okay, so what's this about? Um, so this is hosted by Jesse Chappis, and his wife, Marnie Wasserman, is a graduate from my school as well. She actually taught me my non-cannabis cooking course back when I was in school. Um, they started the podcast together like many years ago, but um, she's broken off since they had kids and started her own, which I haven't listened to. But he is a really great interviewer. It's about, obviously, health and wellness, alternative health, all of that stuff. So there's lots of different topics. They have, I think, over 500 episodes 
and they run on average like an hour and a half. So it's a commitment. I don't recommend you listen to every single episode of this. Like if there is a health topic you're interested in, search for those. This is the only podcast where like I sit down at my computer and I take notes because if there's a topic I want to know about, I want to take some stuff away from it. Like you don't want to spend, you know, almost two hours listening and then forget everything. (laughs) Um, So yeah, definitely just don't overwhelm yourself. Write down only what you know will work for you. And know also like he could have one expert on on this t- t- in the, on this topic and then another expert on the same topic and they could be saying completely different things because there's research to really kind of back up anything you want to in alternative health or any kind of like anything okay. that you want to prove you can right so you just kind of have to know what works for you so like specifically I listened to a couple recently about like muscle uh, gaining muscle and losing weight and there were two different experts and like one said you know protein powder is amazing great like added in and the other one was like basically a waste of money so if you like protein powder cool have it and if you don't like don't force yourself right so you just want to with anything alternative health take a step back do what works for you but it's a really good like if he if he interviews someone and they've written a book like he's read the book before they come on as a guest so he's like very knowledge in the topic he knows exactly what questions to ask like it's always very well done and very interesting um I know you guys already talked about commercials and how annoying they are. And that happens here too. But in like a lot of these ones, actually, you can just skip through them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You hit the little so, fast forward button for sure. So yeah. Sarah, a couple of questions. Cause I, I, when I went through it, cause so he's, well, obviously Canadian, but how local Canadian. Um, So they were in Toronto and I believe now they're in Windsor. Okay. So they're here in Ontario. So the, the, cause a lot of these podcasts that I listen to, cause I'm, on a health binge myself or trying to be and, and moving that way. And uh, so many of them are American and a lot of the mm-hmm. data and a lot of whatever is, is, is American. So right. you've listened, you've listened to a lot of them. So anyone that listens, cause I just hit follow on, on this one for me, um, how, and I know pinch of salt, you, you take advice and, and do what's best for you, but for anyone listening to someone like them, how much would you say we should follow the advice like are you comfortable with him being fairly rooted in science and and it's good to follow yeah so he was I believe a chiropractor prior to starting his podcast um and she like his wife is a holistic nutritionist so they're very knowledgeable about these topics um and I know like when they started the podcast they were both vegan and then she got really sick and they added another thing so they have they they don't like cater to one area like they really have experts on from everything so you can find whatever topic you're interested in, there'll be an episode about it. Um, But in that episode, there might be like 30 tips they give you. And I don't recommend trying to implement all 30 of those. Like, just don't do it. Like three, three is probably good as a starting point. And only write down the ones you think will fit your life because otherwise you're just gonna be like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. What's the point and do nothing, right? So, um, but yeah, they are, they're knowledgeable for sure. So they, they so to tie into the, oh, sorry, Mark, I was gonna say to tie into our last, to tie into the third part of the podcast, one of the uh, ones that they have that looks really cool, 
Yes. Uh, it's the new science to help your dog live longer and prevent disease. That's that's an yeah. episode from uh, January 20, 26th. Oh, nice, nice, good crossover <laughs> there, Steve. Well done. But okay, so they do so they do animal stuff and and things like that. Okay, so now is this so are like so I, I that sort of answers my questions. Like, are they, are they are they going like all like over all sort of scopes of kind of alternative health? Like, it could be like fitness, diet, like you know, um, like illness, like how to treat illnesses as well, type of thing. Is that in there? Okay, so it's uh, and this is all um, um, so it's this is all alternative stuff, and you said it's all well researched, right? Yes, yeah, nice, nice. Um, a lot of the guests are American, so a lot of like their facts will still be from the U.S., but um, they have Canadian people as well, and yeah, it's just it's really well done. And so, and this is this is a current like this is a is this like a weekly podcast, uh, monthly? It's weekly. I think they started in like 2013. So yeah, it's over 500 oh. episodes. Yeah, in in the last week, the, the Je Jesse is a champ. So uh -huh. from the 20 and episode 17th, 24th, 26th, 31st and this past Tuesday and all an hour and change a piece. Oh wow! Yeah. There you go. See, it's again. It's it's these guys that are doing these podcasts. That again, like they, they sound like they're way more involved than like, than what we're doing, Steve. When we can sort of we can kind of you know organize ourselves in like ninety minutes, whereas uh, whereas these guys are probably doing hours and hours of of research and organization, uh, you know, into this. Yeah, I mean, but the topics, like Sarah said, the topics are are crazy. Like the. Uh, daily hacks to reduce inflammation. Um, you know, everything you've been told about weight loss is wrong. Do this instead. I got to read that one. <laughs> I listened to that one very recently and it was good, but there's some things on there that I'm like, no, I don't agree with them. Like I just... Yeah, know? so you can you can pick and choose what you what you want to sort of go with in that and, uh, and see if it works for you. Okay, right. that's, a, that's, that's a great awesome recommendation. Good, good recommendation to start with. So you you said we're going to go from from more serious to more humorous. So what is the right. next uh, podcast in our uh, in our list? The okay, next so one's about drinking gravy. <laughs> <laughs> we we're doing a complete about face. Exactly. No. Um. The next one is kind of sticking to a wellness ish topic. So it's called Diet Starts Tomorrow. Um. And this one is more about like the emotional side of well being and like body image and that kind of thing. Diet culture. It's definitely geared more towards women. Sorry, but yeah, it is. And it's hosted by Remy Kasmer and Emily Lubin. Again, it's weekly episodes. They do have bonus episodes with subscription, which I do not subscribe, um, but you could. And again, it's like over 400 episodes. So I wouldn't listen to every single one of this either. But like there's certain topics like there was one on that was really interesting uh, pretty recently, I think, that was about body image and your sex life and like how it can really impact you know, how often you're having sex and that kind of thing. And it, I liked that one a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, nice. So this one, because like I, like I, you know, like if if you'd listen to podcasts in the back in the past, Steve, everyone knows Steve and I used to be like bigger guys, and we lost like we lost our you know weight through you know diet as well. Um, and it's really it's it's it, like when you talk about sort of the psychology of sort of you know getting through um, like getting through something like that. Like I remember for myself, like I you know that like the, yeah you, you have to tweak certain things. Like first of all, like. It, you really need to take your time finding the right diet that works for you, right? Because I think there's there's so many out there that like I spent like three months trying to figure out which diet worked best for me before I landed on Jenny Craig, right? And and you have to take everything into account. It's it's what your lifestyle is at the time, the the you know like what you can put in. Like at the time, like I think 
South Beach diet was big when I was like when I was considering my weight loss. But like I was like, I don't cook now. I'm not going to cook any of this food. So like there's no point of me doing it. Right. Whereas Jenny Craig was mm-hmm. it was literally frozen meals. That's what I was eating a lot of. Like so it, it was sort of it was figuring that out. And then once you got into it. It was sort of. It was yeah. You had to. Um, you had to come up with ways to 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 um, you know stay on the diet right without falling off. Because there'd be times where I'd be like straining, like you know you knew that you you felt like you're gonna you were gonna fall off the wagon, and then and then you you know you tweak it a little bit. Uh, you recognize that you tweak it, and then you just and then it, it leads to more success. And, uh, right. and yeah, and it's great that they have these, like this, you know, these, cause I never had, like, I wasn't a podcast guy back then, but I never had anything like, like a support system like this, where you could listen to it and sort of get information about, uh, about weight loss and health and stuff like that. Right. Well, that's so, the important thing about having someone like Sarah on, because I've tried to do the path by myself and, and Sarah, so you're a, a holistic nutritionist, right? So, you're yes. intrig- so I've never gone down the side of getting a professional. I've relied on doing it myself and, and I probably would have been much more successful if I'd gotten a coach or, um, and then we'll make sure we, we flog Sarah Keen wellness later on too, and, and get her some more clients. But the, the idea of now podcasts are there, but there's so many of them. That's why it's great that you're making this recommendation because there's so many out there that are just bad and and bad in the sense that some of them are are, are dangerous of of going through and, and there's some big ones that are out there and you know some of them are very good but they're so science-based that a lay person like me you know you start to hear all this stuff and you know you learn as you go along but now we're talking about basically weird chemistry with your body and I noticed one of the ones on here Sarah and I'll let you talk to it if you want to is that the the Ozempic uh, Ozampic, whatever it's called, episode. And that, like, you hear some of these and it's like, hey, douse yourself with insulin or or a, a diabetic medication to lose right. weight. And, and that's, yeah, I'll let you go from there because that's crazy. Yeah, so <clears throat> this podcast is kind of challenging weight loss as like a goal. Like, it's basically just saying like, this is not really what's healthy. Being skinny is not what's healthy. And like the extremes that people go through to get there can be very damaging yeah. mm-hmm. and like calorie restriction, which is what everyone focuses on really has detrimental, um, long-term effects on your hormones. So, and then that usually is why people end up gaining more weight than they lose. Like you, you guys, I don't know your story, Steve, but Mark, you're like kind of one of those unicorns. Like you did Jenny Craig, which I'm sorry, I wouldn't recommend. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> thanks, Sarah. There goes another fucking sponsor. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, Mark, no. I mean, three I hours of Mark saying Jenny Craig, I lost so much I've, weight. I've never been called a unicorn before, so you know, if if if, if I'm special, I'll take it. I can, right. Yeah, well, maybe I'm... you lost it and you didn't gain it back. But like, that's not most people's story. Most people are like losing, gaining, losing, gaining. And then like, for me, I did Weight Watchers for years before I got into nutrition. And I ended up like 65 pounds more in the end of that, right? Because it was just like, lose a little, gain more, lose a little, gain more. Because it was just, it was not sustainable. And that's why I initially went to school for nutrition. Because I was like, what is wrong with me? What's wrong with my body? Like, why can't I do this? And then I realized like, it's not me. It's this diet culture we live in. And like, what they're teaching people is just so horrible. So yeah, no, no, don't get Weight Watchers a sponsor either. But so, so me <laughs> recommending Jenny Craig really... to people is just not a good thing. Then, eh? Is that is that what you're telling me, Sarah? 
but, sorry. But I'm look sorry. at me. I lost 130 pounds. Look how right, great I, I look. I look at the physical specimen that I am that Steve is not. <laughs> <laughs> luckily luckily this is an audio podcast so uh we know that uh, <laughs> bullshit um but uh, yeah but so because you're right there a lot of it now a lot of the messaging that i'm hearing is it's all about caloric deficit just being a caloric deficit caloric and i hear it over and over and over and i've tried doing it and again that's where the 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 nutritional specialist at Sarah Keen Wellness might help everyone. But again, the idea of, of having to look at someone because it's weird how it's done it. And uh, not everybody's reacts the same. Not everyone can follow a diet. So when you talk about that and keto, you want to talk about weird diets. You, when you start looking at keto, it's like, no, no, don't have a cracker but have 19 strips of bacon. And as long as you stay in a state of ketosis, you'll be fine. It's it's, okay. it's craziness. I could rant about keto for hours, so I won't get started into that. But yeah, it's awful. Like there's even this carnivore diet now. Have you heard of this? Yep. What's the carnivore Literally. diet? Do I just get to eat meat and cheese all the time? Is that it? I don't think you get cheese. You get meat you and cheese. Oh, that's bullshit. You do not like, like oh, no, you then. cannot eat vegetables. Do not eat vegetables. They're bad for you. That's like basically the message. And some people want to hear that and they'll do it. And like, it's going to really mess up your heart in the long run, right? Like you might lose some weight, sure, because you're you're restricting things, but like, it's not sustainable long-term. It is not healthy long-term. It is actually better to stay overweight than it is to lose and gain and yo-yo like most people do. Okay. I have, since we have a nutritionist here, I have a, a, a nutritionist question for, because yeah. I'm not a big vegetable guy, okay? So I like to consume the low sodium V8. Is that bad for me? You're shaking. You're shaking your head. Oh no, because because I'm like it says because it says like one serving of vegetables, and I get the little cans, and I just I open them, it's I chuck them back, okay. and it's that's, like that's your first sign. Like it's in a can. Yeah. Do you think the nutrients are staying in that can for however long it's sitting on that shelf? Oh. Like no, it's not. Please buy a blender and just make a delicious smoothie for yourself. It is way better. You're getting all the fiber, everything that you need. No. But no what V8. if I'm lazy and I just don't want to? Would Is V8 a good alternative? No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, Sarah, oh, instead, of, instead of bringing... But I'm a unicorn. Drinking... I'm a unicorn. I can get away with V8, right? Is that it? No? You're a unicorn because you didn't gain the weight back. That does not mean your internal health is amazing. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. So <laughs> let, but let's make him feel better. So if there was a can of Mountain Dew and a can of low-sodium V8 and he had to pick between the two, okay. the low-sodium V8 is the better of the two options sure there Let's you go, go. okay perfect that's thank you steve thank you that that worked perfect for me so i can so, drink the v8 just don't drink the mountain dew that's right okay. so when when you're talking about the diet starts tomorrow podcast uh, right again they're they're a good amount of time they're about an hour 45 minutes oh there's some 20 something minute episodes which is is good but you were talking before about just tying it as a whole so there's no guilt because when you said that even questions of when your weight changes and intimacy and feeling like wanting to get to that do they are they down that body acceptance and just yeah you and your partner just be happy with what you got or is there some body shaming going on with these two? Oh god no it's like a fat positive body positive like whatever body you're in you should love because it's your body like you only get one body and we spend so much time hating it there was one episode all about um misrepresentation in media how like 
if you were to just watch television, you would think there's no fat humans. Like, and if, if there are fat humans, they're usually disgusting, like fat bastard or, you know, like fat Monica and friends, like they're just constantly being criticized and it's not doing anything good for anybody. And even though it's geared towards women, they do talk about men too. And like this diet culture, how to kind of affect men and then their partners by extension is like, they might think their partner should look a certain way and should be skinny. And they might make kind of subtle comments like, oh, do you think you should be eating that? Or, you know, that I don't know. It's just, it is worthwhile yeah. to, to listen to a couple of these. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's good for the body positivity side. Cause again, from someone yeah. that's trying to go down that path, it's <laughs> worse now than it's ever been. Even when Mark and I were younger and really fat guys, when we were younger, it wasn't as bad. There was always the, the push was for female skinniness and, and whatever. And guys kind of got a free pass. But now, and God bless him because he is a sexy bastard and I would look like him in a second if given the opportunity. But fucking Chris Helmsworth is everywhere with his shirt off. So, you know, you look at the Marvel and what happened with Marvel movies is it made it worse for, well, especially us middle-aged guys because you turn around and, you know, Mark and my our friend Dan and I, you know, we're, we're we love the Marvel movies, and now you watch it, and it's like, oh, look, T'Challa and and you know Captain America and Thor and even Bruce Banner, you know, they got the guy who's supposed to play the nerdy scientist, and they even put, um, I forget what the actor's name is it that's doing the Hulk, who um, Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo. Thank you, Mark Ruffalo. They even put Mark Ruffalo on a treadmill. They're like, well, Bruce Banner can't look all chubby and out of shape, so even Ruffalo is in shape on that so yeah it's it's changed a lot for guys too so i'm glad that she that these um the diet starts tomorrow guys touch on guys as well because it's it's changing for us too well steve on behalf of all of us you know physical specimen males out there i i apologize <laughs> for making you feel bad um you know i uh you know i'll try to not look as good uh around you in the future so you don't feel as bad how's that is that gotcha. good for you? <laughs> yeah, and, and when we talk about being a unicorn, I will make you feel bad when I show you my unicorn. <laughs> oh, penis jokes. There we are. An hour in. Nice. And now, and, now, <laughs> and now we have fallen to the lowest common denominator. Well, with that, now that we're into the penis jokes, I think we can we can we can transgress from the serious uh, podcasts and and make our way over into the more comedic podcasts. So, uh, Does Sarah, Sarah have a penis podcast? What? <laughs> Does Sarah uh, have a penis podcast? No, no. There might be a little bit. Um, <laughs> so where are we going to next, Sarah? Okay, so the next one we're going to go is Anna Ferris is unqualified. Perfect. Oh, Steve, I don't know if I corrected that for you because for you, I think it says unqualified with Anna Ferris. But uh, it's actually Anna Ferris is unqualified, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. So obviously hosted by Anna Ferris. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, this one is celebrity interviews. So she'll have different celebrities on. They talk about like their life growing up, some relationship stuff, how they made it in Hollywood, which as a former actress, you know, always kind of interests me. Again, I don't listen to every episode. There's just certain celebrities I don't give a shit about, right? But there's some who I'm like, okay, that would be, that'd be good. And Ed Helms was on a couple of times. He was really funny. Um, and then at the end, they have listeners call in and ask relationship advice from unqualified people. Uh, every now and then they have a question that <laughs> is really depressing. And you're like, oh my God, like this interview that was really fun and lighthearted just went really dark. 
<laughs> they will have experts on for those ones, thankfully. Um, but mostly it's like pretty lighthearted and fun. And is this so is 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 Anna Ferris's sorry, is Anna Ferris's relationship advice don't let your husband go to a Schwarzenegger party? Um, I don't know if she specifically mentioned that. I think she's on husband number three. So Oh, is she married one. again? I think so. Yeah, because like like the last time I heard was just the whole the Chris Pratt and her broke up and, and he's with Schwarzenegger now. Uh but uh but yeah, I didn't know where she what she was doing in, think, these days. Yeah, I think so. Um so this, yeah, is no, a, this is a I, weekly podcast you're saying then, right? It's weekly. Yeah, it's weekly. I think they went on like a six-month hiatus. Her former producer was like a co-host. I don't know what happened to him. He's gone now. Oh. So it's kind of different now. Okay, a little like uh, behind-the-scenes drama or something? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think maybe he like used the connections there and started his own thing, but I, have, I haven't really found out yet about that. Um, but she's so, really strange. She's I, like I should take strange. some notes on that. Yeah, you I gotta should. Take some how, how does the co-host <laughs> get his own gig? What? What? Excuse me, Steve. Yeah. What was that? Okay, again, this. You know, I have your 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 employee review notes like with me all the time, and every episode, like I'm grading you. Like last last episode, I think I gave you like a B plus, and then that episode with Joe, um, we gave you, I gave you like an A plus because you still you, you you know you, you you stayed away from attacking me. But now, like we've had penis jokes here. You're talking about starting your own podcast. You know, I think like you're definitely in like the C, C minus range today, Steve. I think, uh, you know, we're not grading oh, on a okay. curve here either. We, we have we have a little while left in the podcast. I'll, I'll raise my game. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah, of course you will. OK, challenge. <laughs> so I've so thrown the gauntlet down for you, Steve. There you go. Steve, what would you rate Mark as like your host, though? Because you never really rate him. Maybe breaking off. Doesn't sound so bad when he's like threatening you every. What are like you, this. Sarah? What are you encouraging here? Are you like what is going on? Like, okay, see, remember, see, this is this is you know you know this interview has not been aired yet. You know, we can I can I can edit things here. I can make you two look so bad and make it look like you're just attacking me over and over and over again. You know, I think it's like you remember. I'm uh, I I have all the authority and power with with you know how this podcast gets represented out there. And and my my heart is hurting that you you're trying to encourage Steve to leave me here, Sarah. I'm I'm just saying I've listened to every episode and you criticize him a lot. I criticize I Steve done. a lot. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh my god, Steve! Oh, I criticize Steve. Oh look, Steve's just got a new best friend here. Oh, that's I, I, I I think I you know no disrespect, and I did like like the the. Uh, I did like pounding on Joe the other day for that because he was fun and and Portuguese brother and all. But I think I have my new favorite guest. Yeah, of course. Oh my goodness! That was my only goal. That was your only goal. I see. You're just gonna, you're just gonna, just gonna blow up my podcast here and encourage Steve to leave you. So, am I? Is it like next week? Is it gonna be Sarah and Steve have a podcast? Is that is that what's happening here? Have I? Have, have has something happened? Well, if you need, if you are putting out that nutritionist podcast, I will. I'll be your. I'll tell dick jokes on a nutritionist podcast too. I, I have no shame. I'm good. Oh. All right. I will keep it in mind. <laughs> wow well there you go my my podcast just got sabotaged in real time right here guys that's just you know what you know god okay this might be one of those lost podcast episodes it just never comes no. out oh. no way <laughs> okay. people need to know <laughs> so anna ferris is unqualified apparently mark Kosick is unqualified too is that what you're telling me sarah <laughs> 
Um, so, no so this is a weekly. Now, is this a is this a mature content podcast? Is this uh, is this yeah. yeah? So like uh, eighteen plus or like fourteen kind of plus? Um, I guess fourteen plus. Like it's rated explicit, but there's just a little bit of swearing here and there. It's nothing really major. But she kind of like will turn into different characters and start interviewing them as like somebody else. It's it's quirky for sure. Nice, nice. <laughs> and there yeah. are a ton of episodes. Like yeah, huh? Like there, there's like 385, yeah. 385 episodes of this. Oh, so she's been doing this for a while, then, eh? Yeah. Oh, was she, well, was she doing this when you? A... Well, three hundred eighty-five episodes. What weekly? So you're talking what five, six years, right there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, there. It looks like yeah. Every every seven days, it is every seven days is going by looking at the the list. But I mean, she's. I don't know if you. Call her an A-list celebrity, but I mean she's up there not uh, enough that. Oh you know, well, absolutely. Uh, she had you know uh, like you know she had that mom the mom sitcom. She was married to yeah. Chris Pratt. She was been all those movies in like the early two thousands. Sorry, <laughs> scary movie. Oh yeah, exactly. Scary oh, yeah. movie. We That's were, like where she's. We were watching uh, what's that one with Ryan Reynolds? Um, um. Uh, the... Oh, where he's an agent. He goes back to his uh, goes back to his old town when he's uh... ah shit. That sounds like one of those stupid Hallmark. Yeah, it's type kind movies. of like I think he's yeah he's like he's uh, he goes back and sees the girl that he was friends with, and then uh, the, and he was in the friends. Just friends. Oh, he's, sorry, just friends. No, uh, is that was what that it was? Just friends. Yeah, I think that's it. it when he used to be yeah, fat, when he used to be fat, and he yeah, lost yeah, all the weight. Friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that one. She's in that one. I I saw that recently. <laughs> I forgot she's in that one as well. And uh, observe, but she's report. got. Yeah, she's got a good range of guests, so it's it's not a girly podcast. Like there's no. Lena Dunham, and then there's uh, Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Penn Juliet's on there. Uh, the um, John Stamos, uh, yeah. Lake Bell would be pretty good because Lake Bell's uh, been on a few shows. Uh, my wife like I have the, no idea who that is. She's she's done a lot. She's a writer. She does a lot of producing. She's she's pretty good. Kevin Bacon? There's Kevin Bacon on this show. I mean, this is fantastic. Well, anything with Sarah Kevin Bacon. Marshall? Yeah, nice. Danny Trejo. She had Danny Trejo on the show. Okay, so you're getting a really good variety. Like, it's, because, uh, well, you even, Sarah, you said Ed Helms the other day, right? You know, and he's, you know, yeah. a- Andy from The Office. We just watched The Hangover on Friday as part of our Mushroom Fridays. It was a great, uh, great, great, uh, great movie. I hadn't seen it in years. Um, uh-huh. Okay, so that, so this is, uh, so Anna Ferris is unqualified, and this is like a celebrity interview sort of relationship advice uh, podcast. Right. And yeah. from you know, and it's been on for quite a while. So it's uh, you know, lots, lots of uh, you know, lots of celebrities to choose from. Um, okay, so where to next, Sarah? All right, we're gonna go to Office Ladies. Ah, the Office Ladies, and I'm the familiar office. with this one. I've I've listened to this one a few times myself, uh, but I'll let you explain what it is, there, Sarah. Okay, so it's hosted by Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. They play Angela and Pam in the Office, obviously. So if you're a fan of the Office. And you've watched it like 30 times like I have. <laughs> you don't really need to watch the episode and then listen. Like you just already know what's happening. And they will point out things that I've noticed as a big fan. Um, but then there's also things that you're just like, wow, like I had no idea about that. There's like little tidbits. They call them fast facts. Um, and then Angela kind of finds out some things that Pam or Jenna had as perks being main cast that she didn't get as like the support cast. And it's just funny. It's just like lighthearted. This is the only family friendly one I'm recommending. But if your kids haven't seen The Office, they probably don't care. 
<laughs> yeah, I've listened to it a few times because yeah, because like uh, like um, Jen and Angela, like they became like they're they're like actually best friends in real life yeah. now, right? Like they they mm-hmm. they a, a great friendship and relationship out of this show, and so they in each episode they're like they're watching like uh, they're watching an episode of The Office and and sort of explaining it to you at the same like what's going on and, and stories behind the scenes and things like that, right? Yeah, so they watch the episode, they take notes, and then they come back, they come together, and they talk about, like, the notes they've taken and just, like, behind-the-scenes stories of the cast, like, how Toby got cast as Toby when he was just a writer before, things like that. It's just, like, it's very interesting. And actually, Mark is the one who introduced me to The Office many years ago, so I'm glad that you... Have listened to this. It's, I would be. Well, I've 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 watched it about it. Like you said, you've probably watched it about thirty times. We just we just went through it again one more time. Um, it's yeah, it's our favorite. Like it's you know you literally you just turn it on and it's we could go through. I could just decide I'm going to start at this point in this season and kind of watch these arcs. It is such a fantastic show. There's so many references to to life now where like it's <laughs> like that's what she said is you know like that was you know I know it was around before the office, but Michael Scott made it what it is right you know and uh, and like yeah when you learn these sort of really neat sort of like easter egg facts and stuff like that about the show it's really you know, like it's it sort of it lends itself to like the next time you watch it um you know you're you're sort of looking for those new little things you learn or like every time we watch it there'll be like there'll be something where like it's like holy shit i i never knew i didn't like i never noticed that before and it's it's uh it's yeah it's such a fantastic show and that's why it's i think the the most watched show on netflix or it used to be until they uh, until they pulled it off and put it on Peacock in America, you know. Thankfully, in Canada, we still get it on Netflix here. So that's, uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, and so how many episodes are they? Like how many epi- how, how far into this are they now? Uh, I think they have one hundred and seventy ish episodes. I don't know what season they're in. I'm not like fully caught up. So Steve, it must be coming that? close to the end because I think it was nine nine seasons altogether of the show, right? So that's probably in the what the 180, 200 episode total range. I don't know. Hmm. No, that would well, be a... They've got 174 episodes uh, in this. They're they're an hour and change each. Um, it's cool that they have some of the guests back on. So it's not only <laughs> the two of them, like Krasinski's been on. Uh, when you look at the guest list, it's funny. It's like Angela Kinsey, Jenna Fisher, BJ Novak, uh, John Krasinski, and it's a bunch of guests, and then Billie Eilish. Somehow Billie Eilish ended up yeah, on an episode. Um, <laughs> d- sure. Um, see, as someone who, who didn't watch The Office, I, I mean, I've watched enough episodes. It's like Seinfeld. Seinfeld and The Office, as a guy who loves comedy, it's one of those, it, those are two of the shows that I could watch. And yes, I will see the humor in it, but both Seinfeld and The Office are the two shows that I just, I, I don't appreciate how they got as big as they did. Oh, really? There's a couple episodes. Like, I will say that out of all the Office episodes that I've seen, the the dinner party... Oh, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure. Is, is it, you know, is one of the funniest episodes I've seen with the little tiny television one and, and whatever, <laughs> but the... um, it, It's funny, this genre of podcast, which is doing guys like Mark and I no favors, because who the fuck are Mark and Steve, but all these people. So, I mean, let, let's face facts. The the Jenna and, and Angela don't have a lot of acting gigs right now. So you were really famous. You were on a really big show. And now we're just going to rehash that show all over again. The same thing happened with um, uh, the guy, the two guys from Scrubs, uh, mm-hmm. Zach Braff and, and is it Zach Braff? Yeah, Zach Braff and, and 
the 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 bald black guy that no one knows his name. I mean, he was Zach Braff's buddy. Mm-hmm. So they they went and they did it too. And and during the pandemic, a lot of that happened. And Anna, um, who were just talking, Anna, Anna Ferris. Ferris, Anna Ferris. You know, you have Bateman and and Jack from uh, oh, that we talked about before. Yeah, smartly. So you have all these celebrities coming in that have this behind the scenes stuff to pull from and they do these shows. So and, and it's amazing. If you go through the the list, because when this came through, the office ladies, I saw it and I tried flipping through, and there is a copious amount of podcasts from the people that were on that show on that show or on that movie. Like there's a Buffy one that has people from Buffy that were on it. And you know, oh, and we had Doug he, on. He did, and he and he had the Boy Meets World podcast that he was talking about on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now you have L list celebrities or X list celebrities that really don't have any more acting gigs, but now they get on there because, like, you know, when I was rubbing shoulders with uh, Steve uh, Carell, and we did, yeah, okay, well, you were famous for about half hour. We got you, and yeah. and but that's where they they've gone and they've spun off these these podcasts. Yeah, but they're still right. but okay. there's they're still famous now though, Steve. Like the like the office is still the most popular thing on Netflix that people watch. It's still, you know, oh. and so like they haven't lost, but they're st- I think they're just taking advantage of a situation that, you know, they they you, this was never around in the 80s or the or the 90s, you know. Like if, you know, you know, there could be a Cheers podcast one day, but like I think, you know, we're we're aged out of that, right? Like it would be hard to do yeah. that now whereas like the more current recent ones, you can you can do podcasts about those shows because the average podcast listener are like 35 to 45 years old. So we were teenagers when Buffy was out and Seinfeld yeah. was out or The Office was out and stuff like that. Although if they put a podcast out with Norman Cliff, with, Rats- with Ratzinger and uh, oh, yeah, George but, Went, if but, you had the two of them together on a podcast. But see, the thing is, though, like the fans of that show are like my dad, right? And they're not podcast listeners right now, right? They're, 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 they're too old, I think, for the podcast listening generation. So it would be like a, a, a podcast about Cheers wouldn't go over as well as like, the, you know, the Office podcast. Right. Yeah. Steve, I'm sensing a lot of bitterness here. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is if you go into the Apple podcast app and oh mark osick and steven too oh jason bateman and freaking what's his name um the, the canadian guy from uh I, i'm bad with names today i'm usually really good Ooh, with jason names. bateman oh and will arnett will arnett thank you so if you're if you sarah i know you're on our podcast and you know you are lovely and talented and very knowledgeable and i'm sure one day you will be on with arnett and bateman but at the end of the day if you were flipping through the the podcast list and you saw jason bateman and will arnett and mark and steve what hope do we have we're never well, gonna crack 50 i have never listened to their podcast and i've listened to every episode of yours so thank you sarah okay. that's it and thank steve, you sarah. Like, we'll go with that like i like honestly for me i just enjoy doing this like i just enjoy that like you know if we're only getting 30 or 40 listeners an episode that's fine i'm i'm having a great time doing this and if more people find it they find it if if like this was never about a fame thing <clears throat> I just wanted to get high with friends and talk about podcast and pets, right? Like for me, this is like a selfish, like I, I've found so many podcasts for myself in this that, uh, 
that I've my goal has been met. You know, everything else after this is gravy. So, uh, like, you know, if we I would it would be nice. It would be nice to see the numbers like creep up and everything like that. But, uh, you know, if if you know, if, if we keep doing this and, you know, I we keep getting great guests on like Sarah, you know, and, you know, maybe, maybe I find a better co-host, then uh, the, the world will be. Uh... <laughs> See, everyone that listens and listens to Mark bellyache and whine about and Steve's always picking on me. That is a, that is a clip right there. Mm -hmm. to it. There we go. But there it is. No, there I, is. absolutely. And, and I'm I'm pretty sure that you're running this on the accounting side. You're writing off all your weeds somehow because uh, as I wish I could. I don't know. Business. I don't know if somebody could if there's a tax person out there that can explain to me if <laughs> I can write this weed off uh for this podcast that we make no money off of. Uh I think is actually we lose money on this, but still uh I'm having a great time doing it. Uh um, I can only imagine though the, the analyst at, at Canada Revenue, you know, pulling the pages off and, and getting Mark's tax return and going Happy life, happy life, happy life. Hap Why is this guy writing off pounds of weed? It's like <laughs> fucking Alfredo Garcia's uh, tax return. That would be fantastic. So, I would love to do Dennis that. Dennis' best friend is an accountant, so I can ask. Oh yeah, ask him if you can if I can if I can write off this weed, and then I should have been keeping the receipts. Then the damn ah, <laughs> son of a bitch. You can start now. You're so, still early on. Yeah, I exactly. Think you guys it's only a few episodes, and I've talked about each each weed in each episode, so that could count as a receipt, right? I think I think that's fair. I th yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Great. So, Sarah, we've been through four of your recommendations right. so far. So mm -hmm. we are going to go. We're going to go to the the last one, which I I'm I'm looking forward to hearing about this one because the name of the podcast is is it says a lot. So uh, I'll I'll leave it to you to uh, to explain what we have here, yeah. Sarah. I'm having recommendation regret here. Um, okay. It's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. <laughs> and it's literally just this guy, Jamie Morton, and his friends, uh, Alice Levine and James Cooper. And they read each week one chapter of Jamie's father's erotic series. <laughs> and so, okay, so like he wrote, uh, is this like a, a, like like pornographic books? Or is this like, yeah. like okay, so like these erotic yeah. novels then? Is that is that what I'm understanding? They're erotic novels. It's a series. Um, so this actually, their final episode wrapped up just in December. So there are seven seasons of this. I have not listened. This is a newer addition to my podcast listening. Um, but it is not going to turn you on. Like, let me just. <laughs> okay, so it's not one of those. Okay, okay, for, so. Like, Challenge accepted. <laughs> okay, I I would actually love to know if it does. Like you can tell me, uh, but really they just rip it apart. Like they can't even make it through a sentence of this novel without like just criticizing every word choice. Every and it's it's definitely explicit. Like very vulgar. <laughs> so so have they had Jamie's dad on to or to talk about these? So he is on the very last episode, which oh. I have not listened to. Okay. Um, yeah, so they only refer to him by his pen name, which I can't remember now. I think it's like something Rocky Flintstone. It's Rocky Flintstone. Yeah, Ro Rocky Flintstone. Rocky Flintstone, <laughs> and he wrote erotic novels. Yeah, he's like in his sixties. You can buy these. You can buy the series. Apparently, it's available on like Amazon and whatever. So if you want to buy it and read along with them, you can. I personally would just rather be surprised at you know, what's going to happen in this chapter. But um, I really recommend going back to the very first episode and listening to their introductions of it. I laugh the whole time. Like, I will be by myself laughing out loud. It's just ridiculous. And they're only 30 minutes. So, Steve, I know you're looking for, like, shorter ones. This is a good one to add in. Uh, yeah, it's just a fun, if you need to, like, cheer up 
this is the one. Now, so is this, I, I'm assuming this is mature content. Like, like I'm yeah. assuming like lots of euphemisms for penis and vaginas and things like that. There's a lot of weird word choices in there. And yep. <laughs> so and, and, so, so they're, they're, his dad didn't write, like, these aren't like Harlequin romances. This is like Dear Penthouse Forums kind of thing. Is that like? Yeah, but like, it's. I, I wish that you guys had listened. I should have made you like listen to the first episode so we could have a proper conversation. Well, this is, you know what? I think this is the one I'm going <laughs> to listen to for next week's episode, so I can I can come back and report on this. This is uh... yeah, and Mark will report on his wrist sprain. <laughs> no, it's not. I I don't think it. I don't think it's going to cause any any fear of that. <laughs> I don't know. I've known Mark know. for a long time. Don't you worry. <laughs> He'll figure out a way. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so... it was written by a sixty-something-year-old. And it's his son reading it. So like that comes up a lot. So and is, it's just you said this is seven seasons. So is this like seven different novels? Or is it okay? So it's not one novel that they've just been able to like they're just like reading a few pages a week. So uh so you're 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 getting read through an entire erotic novel that was written by Rocky Flintstone. Is that right? That's right. At 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 the So and he was successful enough that he wrote seven porn books? Yep. <laughs> wow. You know, that's wow. I don't know how money he made. I have no idea. But like this is an award winning podcast. Like they yeah. So do you know when what like, I don't do you, like do you know when these books are these like from the sixties, seventies type are these recent like books I publishing? Recent. I think they're recent. So like he the story was like he gave Jamie his son, um, because he was his only son. He didn't want to give it to the his daughters, like he gave him like the rough draft of this. And he brought it to his friends at Thanksgiving. Was like, I have to read this to you. And then they decided to start this podcast. And like, they had sponsors on episode one. So I don't know, I don't know who they are. I actually have no idea if like Jamie Morton is a, is somebody. Do you know? No, I've but never heard of him before. But uh... British podcast. Um, so oh, like, so the these accent... guys are British. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, I like a good Mark, British accent. We, let's dump this podcast. Please tell me Papa Cost wrote porn. <laughs> Oh my God! Wouldn't that be great? Oh my God! That could I could. Jeez. If you did, would you want to read it? Like, would you want to know that much about your dad's mind? Uh, and yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's you oh, know. I, know. like most I people would. <laughs> I love Mark's dad. He is one of the best drinking partners on this planet. And if his porn is a fraction as entertaining as the stories and the songs he makes up, I can tell you. Mark's dad's porn would have a lot of singing. There, there'd be music. It'd be a musical. It'd be a porn. Yeah, musical. a porn so musical. That'd be. Uh, oh, there's they're... probably a good market for that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's my dad wrote a porno. I think yeah, that's uh, that could be the one that I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna listen to and and, and report back on next week. Uh, Sarah, these uh, these uh, these have been some fantastic recommendations today. You've got, you've got some. Uh, you know, some good healthy choices there that uh, that Steve, uh, you know, seemed quite keen on there. And uh, and then, yeah, some good comedy ones here. Um, now, Steve, what uh, what are you recommending to us this week, sir? So we during one of our lost episodes, um, we uh, I talked on a genre about a genre. So it was one that actually YouTube had led me to. So Mark and I were you no, know, Sarah, you're quite younger than we are. So, I mean, Mark and I are children of, of the late seventies and early eighties. So, um, grow up, we grew up during the era of the WWF and wrestling, uh, as the, our friends in the Southern States would, would call it. So I, I was a pretty big fan. I'll, I'll admit when I was, uh, 
uh, as a youth, I was a big WWF fan. I think a lot of boys in in the eighties. Oh yeah, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Hulk Hogan, Hogan and Piper, and Bruce the Barber Beefcake, King Kong Bundy, Andre the Giant. Yeah. So there was that era, and then it was funny. It you know you you grow up and you kind of start hitting puberty, and you don't really want to watch men in their underwear all sweaty roll. Well. Again, nothing wrong with that. Some young mm-hmm. fellas, that's their age of discovery. If watching sweaty men roll around in their boxers, it turns you on. God bless you to each their own. But then you kind of hit that that teenage thing that falls off the radar for some. But then it had a resurgence for us in when I went to college and it came out again. You know, it, it WCW was out. Monday, Monday Night, Night Raw, Wars. all that. Yeah. yeah. Monday Nitro, uh, Monday Night Raw. So there was a big resurgence and they went to that non-pg version with the you know dx and and uh, you know so it got a little bit raunchier which they their marketing work because they got a bunch of guys to come in and and it got a resurgence so during college i had a bit of resurgence and following it again and and it was interesting and so long way to get around to the recommendation but there was a, a youtube video that I like watching if I'm on the elliptical or whatever, they're like 10 or 15 minute things. And it's, it's the historical stuff. So I don't follow it now. I couldn't tell you who a wrestler is now other than Roman Reigns. I know him because he's related to the rock, but um, you know, I, I like the, the nostalgic stuff like the Bret Hart's and the, the diesels and razor Ramones and, and all those guys. So, you know, it was a history thing. And so it led me to a podcast called something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. And if anyone remembers back in the day, there was a guy called Brother Love on uh, in the WWF. Yeah. Very red. Preacher whatever. guy, right? Yeah he, yeah. he played a, an evangelist kind of preacher. So that's Bruce Pritchard. And Bruce Pritchard was always a behind the scenes guy. So him and Jim Cornette, who also does a podcast as well, um, these guys were behind the scene guys that would write the scripts and manage talent and do everything else. So Bruce Pritchard actually came out and became camera talent for a little while while he was, so he's still a senior executive with WWE. Um, so he's got a podcast and he's been doing it for a long time. So they've got, uh, it's a ridiculous amount. It's uh 367 episodes and each episode, and this is what kind of breaks my my rule of podcast. They're like two hours long. They are two, two and a half hours long. Oh, wow. So like it's, it's a commitment there. Yeah. But you break it up or it's a long drive. And, and uh, again, I haven't listened to a fraction of those, but I pick and choose chose a few of them. But the amazing thing is there, there, and again, I'm going to reference three podcasts. There's this one, um, the something to wrestle, uh, with is this one, um, grilling JR, which is Jim Ross, which was a, one of the announcer guys, uh, and the Cornette drive-through one. So if you're a wrestling fan, uh, and click this, that's one with with um, Kevin Nash. But the amazing thing with with Pritchard and Cornette what, is they know dates. Like they'll go back. Oh, in April of 1993, we were in this stadium, and I had this conversation with this guy, and like it, it's amazing. So when you grew up then as a kid, this was that behind the curtain stuff. So hearing the relationships and the Montreal screw job that if anyone knows that's one when Bret Hart got yeah. basically, you know, for a scripted thing, they had a script, the guy went out following a script and they basically turned around and uh, took the belt away from him because he was leaving to go to a competitor and Vince McMahon didn't want him to leave 
with the belt and wanted to make it public. So basically it's like going out. We were talking about being an actor and being in a stage performance and going out and saying, you know, here's my lines. I'm going to execute this scene after rehearsing it. And then all of a sudden all the actors around you change the, 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 the script and like, okay, you're, you're going to die now. Like, but I'm supposed to be the hero. I'm, I'm no, I can't die. So anyway, long story short, Bruce Pritchard and, and his whole, his um, co-host, uh, our Conrad Thompson. Conrad is a huge wrestling guy. He's married to someone tied into, I think, the Flair family or something. So he's a, a big wrestling geek, too. Uh, a very rich wrestling geek. Um, but yeah, if you've ever had interest, go back to some of the older episodes. You can pick and choose your nostalgic moments or things that you remember. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it, it just it's it's reliving those things that seeing it through a 45-year-old set of eyes going back and remembering event an event that happened when I was like 12. Nice. Nice. So it's, 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 yeah, it's that, it's that nostalgia, right? It's the, uh, yeah, it's, it, I, I like, I enjoy those. I like, I like reminiscing and sort of going back. That's why I, I enjoy all these, uh, television shows that are coming back that are like based in the eighties and stuff like that. Cause it takes you back to being, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old and, and sort of living in that world. So this is, and this is an ongoing podcast then Steve. Oh yeah, there's there's uh, a bunch of them, and, and like I said, there's there. If you go in um, to whether you choose Apple or Spotify or whatever else, there there's no shortage. If you put in in wrestling, um, you'll get something to wrestle, but then you'll get all the other ones. Uh, like I said, grilling Jr. Uh, Cornette drive through. Um, nice. Like I said, click this is is good. That's Kevin Nash, who's Diesel, which some you know. Sarah will have a poster on her wall because I think he was in Magic Mike. Um, I've actually seen that. You've seen? You've seen? I no, have never not seen, seen it. Okay. No, no. I no, but I know he was on Magic Mike because he talked about it in an interview he did. But yeah, so he's a bit of a an egotist and and very painted through the lens of how he did it. So, but something to wrestle is great. Pritchard's a great storyteller, um, and again, just uh, pure nostalgia. Nice, nice. Okay, good, good recommendation there, Steve. So for any wrestling fans, uh, something to wrestle. Give it a, uh, give it a, give it a listen. Um, okay, so this week, um, you know, before I make my recommendation, um, I'm gonna uh, the podcast that uh, Amy, uh, our guest last week, she recommended five. So I decided I was gonna listen to uh, Disgraceland. Um, and that was the one that was about uh, um, uh, like uh, musicians and music and sort of uh, uh, cr- true crime events or you know things that have happened um, to to musicians in in the in in uh, in the past. Uh, so I listened to uh, uh, the the one episode I listened to was uh, it was about uh, Dimebag Daryl. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar or remember this. He was a uh, he's a guitarist for Pantera, and he was uh, he was shot on stage uh, in the middle of a performance by like a crazed fan. And uh, and so this episode, um, it was uh, it was all about sort of the events leading up to that, sort of the the uh, the the a little bit of a biography of Dimebag Daryl and Pantera, and um, yeah, it was actually I was really uh, I'm not really a big music guy, um, but I was really I was really impressed by the uh, by the episode. Um, it was uh, it's really it definitely is mature content. Like there's a lot of swearing in there, so it's you know 18 plus for sure. Um, but the production value was really good. 
Um, and uh, and yeah, the episode it was about forty five minutes long. Um, I like I, I I like I knew of I knew of what sort of happened to him, but I didn't know the background. So it was interesting to sort of get uh, uh, get get that point of view uh, of sort of what led up to it and and the events uh, surrounding it. Um, and so yeah, if you're a fan of music and you and and you like music history and you want to maybe like hear some of uh, you know not the the uh, the happiest parts of it, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it was it was definitely uh, I would definitely recommend uh, giving that a uh, a try so Disgraceland. Then uh, that was recommended by Amy last week, and so this week, um, my uh, my recommendation. I actually I sort of followed your lead from last week, Steve. I decided I was going to recommend sort of a shorter length podcast. Um, so this one, this one is one I listen to every day. It's only like ten minutes long, um, and it's for the sports fans out there. Um, it's called The Lead, a starting five, and it's it's a daily sports show. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, it's comes from the creators of the award-winning, uh, podcast called the lead. And that's a daily podcast, but that one that gives you like, um, like a, it's like a 45 minute long episode about like uh, a specific, uh, sports subject for the day. Like, you know, whether it be like Aaron judge, you know, breaking the home run record or something like that. Whereas the lead starting five, it gives you, um, um, uh, every weekday, their team of perennial all-star hosts breaks down five of the biggest sports stories of the day in 10 minutes. So whether it's Tom Brady unretiring or LeBron James hinting at, you know, moving, going back to Cleveland or, you know, something along those lines, it's just, it's, it's, um, the, the, the top five sort of North American sports stories, um, that, you know, you'll probably hear, you know, if you're a sports guy or sports person throughout the day. Um, so yeah, it's, it's every morning. It's like, literally it's up by like 9am and it's like, here you go. These, are, this is what's happening in the world of sports. So it keeps you apprised of, of sort of what to be on top of any big trades that have happened or anything like that. Um, and yeah, it's only 10 minutes long. So Steve, I, I know you're not like a huge sports guy, but like if you're ever looking to sort of fill the gap, uh, you know, on a daily basis or just kind of be updated on what's happening in sports, uh, I like that one. That's uh, that's uh, that's my recommendation this week. The uh, the lead starting five. That's awesome. Yeah, the the because as we talked about, or I talked about last week, the the idea um, of having just a short time um, to to get something in and and the longer 45 minutes, one hour, two hour ones are, are, are tough. So that's, um, that's an awesome one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, and so it's, it's just, it's a lot of, it's, it's very American centric sports, right? So, you know, they're not going to talk, it's not going to be all about like what's happening in Canada, but if, if there's a Canadian sports story, that's the, you know, that's big enough, they'll talk about it. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, just it's 10 minutes. It gives you sort of, you know, just a quick update on what's happening um, in, you know, in present. So, you know, if you're, if you talk about sports with anybody, if you're casual conversation, you kind of are up to date on what's happening. And it's, and it's a wondery podcast. Yeah. So the it's wondery, quality, so, yeah. the quality's up there. It's like, Oh yeah. It's, it's definitely, you know, like anything, if, if you've listened to wondery podcast before, definitely, you know, good production value there. <clears throat> De- uh, you know, and it's, uh, you know, good research. Uh, the, the hosts are, are, you know, good to listen to um, and uh, very enthusiastic. And, and yeah, and it's it just gives you sort of uh, just that, that quick sort of, you know, imprints on your brain, the stories you're probably going to be hearing in the sports world that day. Like last week, you know, after like KD got traded and uh, Kyrie Irving got traded in basketball and you got the Super Bowl happening this week. So you get a lot of those sort of stories to keep you familiar and apprised and current with what's happening in the present world of sports. And I'm assuming because it's Wondery, it's it's a family friendly. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah, no sure swearing. Not... And if there is ever any, like if there is any any swearing, it's bleeped. So it's not. Okay. Uh, 
it's not something that they let through the uh, through through like we do on ours for sure. Um, so Sarah, <laughs> sorry, you've got two little ones. You said, yeah. Are either of them sports fans? Yes, they're uh, actually. actually what's happening today, Sarah? We're going to a Jens game right after this at 2 p.m. today. And my son, Evan, he's four. He'll be five soon. Um, woke up this morning at 6 a.m. And he's like, I wanted to wake up so we're not late for the game. Like, he's so excited. Yeah, you know, to a what game? Uh, Oshawa Generals the hockey Oshawa game. General yeah. Oh, Generals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, I he watched. I... Oh, sorry, Sarah. Go on. No, no. Uh, he started playing hockey a few months ago. He went yesterday. He's just like, he... He loves it. I don't know. It's great. Yeah, it's uh, oh, so you're ready to become a hockey mom? Is that it? Like the uh, you know, the six a.m. wake ups and the uh, you know, off to hockey practice at different hours of the day and tournaments and stuff. And and and, and talking uh, shit about other five year olds. Yeah, that's it. You know, and, and yeah, exactly. Staring down other moms and stuff. Uh, no, I think that'll probably be more Dennis's job when when he gets a little. Older. Right now, he plays Saturday mornings at nine thirty, so it's not it's not too bad. Okay. We go and it's but good. you know to, to call back from last week's episode, if you bring like a satchel of gummies with you, apparently that'll make the whole watching hockey experience that much that much better, right, Steve? Is that uh, you know and oh. the hockey and the hockey other hockey moms, you'll become their like their best friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, this this becomes a thing that if you're if you're a mom or a dad who is a sports fan. Um, because again, we all know that we've created an environment of children with six minute attention spans. I mean, if you've got the little ones and you're a sports fan and the kids got a, a propensity to, to go towards sports, um, this is a great show for 12 or 13 minutes in the car on the way to school or whatever. And um, especially if it is family friendly. Oh yeah, absolutely. 10 to yeah, 12 yeah. minutes. Yeah. If your little ones, uh, and it's one of those, things that you can have the mom and child or dad and child bond with. You can have the, the thing there and something to, to talk about. If and you, if, I will, yeah. uh, now that you're mentioning that, Steve, the other, um, uh, like they don't just stick to the four like big sports. They don't just talk like, you know, uh, you know, basketball, football, baseball, hockey. Like they're talking about like, <clears throat> uh, like women's national uh, soccer team. They're talking about the WNBA in there as well. Like it's inclusive to all sports. So, because uh, that's, I think Wondery does, you know, a good job to sort of make sure that, you know, we're not just sort of focusing on, you know, the, the four major ones. They're, 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 everything that's in there, you know, if it's a big, uh, like, U.S. college thing happening or swimming or anything like that. Like, who's that, that, that Schif is it Schifrin? Amanda, Sch she just, um, she's a skier, female U.S. skier that just broke, uh, uh, you know, some record for, you know, winning on the, like, World Grand Slam slaloms and all that. But they talk about that, right? So it's not just um, just your, your big leagues. They talk about all sorts of sports, but particularly, you know, pertaining more to America than Canada. But you get an idea of what they're going to talk about, um, yeah. you know, what the big sports stories are happening in the world. So and the WNBA, the uh, only professional league that has uh, less viewership than us. <laughs> okay, I'm going to leave the WNBA in yours and Bill Burr's hands because he has uh, he has some thoughts on that too. Oh, does he? Uh, oh, yeah. You should. I like, you should go like find him. Bill Burr talking about the WNBA. Um, Bill anyway, Burr is so angry. Um, I before, love that guy. Before we before we alienate, you know, uh, you know, maybe one viewer or listener. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to uh, our uh, the 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 last and our final segment in. Uh, in our podcast let's talk about pets guys now oh i can't wait for sarah's uh pet 
discussion. Well, Sarah, okay, so Sarah, <laughs> you you don't you don't actually um like you don't you don't have the, the prototypical pet that we normally talk about like a co- a dog or a cat. You guys have a fish uh, at home. <laughs> now, I saw the name of the fish and I just automatically assumed it was a goldfish, but you guys it is uh, what is it called? It's a balloon molly. Okay, so and what is a balloon name- molly? Um, it's a fish that has a big stomach. <laughs> Looks like a balloon. That's that's what you swallow when you go to a club in LA. You swallow a balloon full of molly. Oh my There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go I wanna go look at the uh, I wanna have a look at the uh I'm I'm just gonna look at this up on Google because I want to see what a balloon molly looks like here. Now, is it a hard fish to sort of like maintain and take care of? Cook? Um, no, like she's one and a half, which I think is pretty old for a fish. I don't really know actually how long they live, but we did have three of them. The other two died. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to say about a fish. We do want to get a dog, but Goldie plays peekaboo. Like, she's a very active, playful fish. Like, she's got a little castle, and she'll back into it, and you'll go up to it, and she'll, like, peek out. And then when you back away, she'll back into it, and you go, it's kind of cute. (laughs) Aw. And so, and you said she's about a year and a half old. Now, you just mentioned, you said you you guys were thinking about getting a dog. And is that, uh, now, is is the reason you guys don't have a dog is kids are still a little too young for a dog? Or or what's, uh, what's keeping you from getting a dog, like, tomorrow? Uh, they've been asking a lot now, but yeah, I mean, like they don't even clean up their toys. Right. And we had a pretty good dog discussion this week. Um, we're like, you know, when you guys are old enough to help us take care of it, help us feed and clean up and all that. And I was like, no, that can be your job. I'm like, you're supposed to at least lie and not do that once you have the dog. Exactly. You bullshit until the dog is in your possession. And then you just like, what were you talking? I never promised anything, you know, like, and then, well, cause that's, that's kind of what happened with us. Like when we got our dog, next thing you know, it's my dad that's doing all the walking. And then, you know, she becomes attached to my dad. And then that becomes like, she's like, you know, my dad is her alpha type of thing um now like if you uh if you were gonna get a dog like have you guys have you guys thought about like a breed or or anything like that yeah so i have allergies and i think maybe both the kids do definitely chelsea does um so i think dennis has landed on um a labradoodle okay the one (laughs) they are insane like the the mixed breeding that's happened with labradoodles they are um they they are the uh, wow, wow! I have to be somewhat politically correct. Isn't here. Wrigley? Yeah, Wrigley's a labradoodle, right? Dan's dog. Yeah, Wrigley's a labradoodle because that's one of the ones we started looking at in okay. our little path here. And mm-hmm. uh, if you go to a reputable breeder, just like anything else, and and it's good, you're you're fine. Uh, a lot of the labradoodles that are out there, they're spun and missing. You know, there's not enough clam in their chowder, so they're a little <laughs> off. And and yeah, they because they just got so interbred because that was one of the hot dogs during the pandemic. So they just <laughs> brothers and sisters, brothers and brothers, aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. They were just breeding any two golden doodles they can get in a room together. And uh, yeah, so there was a little bit of uh, deliverance happening there in, in the labradoodle world yeah because I, right. I do i do i would recall like seeing a story about the guy that sort of like he created the first labradoodle and i think he's like come out and he sort of says he regrets sort of uh creating that combination 
uh, of dog because yeah, because you can get some like uh, our, our friend Dan. Um, he has a he has a labradoodle and Wrigley's like he's a like a, a ton of fun. I like a great dog. You know, it, everything is great about him, right? So you see that in a labradoodle, you're thinking perfect, right? But then I've heard other like crate like the, the people get labradoodles and they are fucking nuts, right? So it's uh it's definitely it's uh you know you kind of got yeah you gotta you know you gotta go in with you know like you know you know both eyes wide open and prepared you know what for what what's uh you know what what could be ahead now is it uh like um so so you know how like do the kids have to sort of re-bullshit you again before you get a dog or like whatever what, what you know or like is this just inevitable this is gonna happen oh it's gonna happen i think like they negotiated that it will be after evan's next birthday so he'll be five in april so when he turns six next year like that might be the the time um for me like we have two kids they're 17 months apart it has been a lot of work we are just now kind of freedom right like we barely get to go out just us it's always like we're bringing the kids to their birthday like they have a birthday party every single weekend i am not exaggerating every weekend that is what we do right so like to bring in a third child who will never grow up and never take care of itself it's just how do i do that to myself but the love they bring sarah is just fantastic you're they're they are just great additions to the you know because eventually your kids are going to become teenagers and they're going to be the ones that are screaming that they never want to talk to you and slamming doors in your face and that cute little dog is going to be there looking at you and (laughs) thinking you know unconditional love all the time Mm -hmm. yeah now's a good time Sarah, now's a good time to mention for all those birthday parties, we'd like to thank our future sponsor, High Life, who makes mom birth and moms going to kids' birthday parties much more tolerable. Yeah. A gummy, a gummy 40 minutes before you head to little Susie's birthday party. Well, A, you'll eat all the fucking cake. So that's part of it. Um, but yeah, True, those little yeah. those little bastards. I mean, you've got two guys. Those little bastards. You got two guys that don't have any children. So it's maybe I, I've got a different view yeah. and a different spin on children's birthday parties, other than if Mark and I showed up at a child's birthday party, you know, the cops would show up because two single men showing up at a kid's birthday single, party. Single or sorry, un un unfathers, non-fathers that we know of. Anyway, fatherless, childless, fatherless, childless men showing up at a child's birthday party might be a little inappropriate, but um, yeah, 45 minutes before you go, Sarah, chew a gummy. That party will be awesome. The clown might freak the shit out of you, but other than that, it'll be awesome. (laughs) I might keep that in mind. I mean, like we definitely have the birthday party spots that were like, yes, we're going to this one. It's licensed. Like, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) The couple that they serve alcohol. You're just like, we should Uber there and then we can both drink. That's the, uh, he's to us. Yeah, exactly. Do you you have, do you have children's child seats in your cars and your Uber? (laughs) Can we, uh, can we take our kids with us? Um, well, I, you know what? Best of luck. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, well, when you do get a dog, we can, we'll get that update from you and we can, uh, maybe we'll have you on. You can, you can give us all the details there. Um, now I actually, I, I found, I heard a really, you know, through my podcast listening, I, I, I heard an interesting sort of pet related story this week I thought would be fun to share. Um, so right now, Jack Daniels, I don't know if you guys have heard this, Jack Daniels is suing 
um, this company called VIP Products, and they are a Phoenix-based dog toy company. Um, because they came out, have you have you guys seen like the like dog toys that look like um, that look like you know like so they came out with one that looks like a bottle of Jack Daniels, right? It's called Bad Spaniels um, on it, right? And they have one called um, a High Knee Sniffin that looks like a Heineken bottle, right? So right now there's this lawsuit going on in the states where because Jack Daniels is suing them, um, you know, for trademark infringement and stuff like that. And and um, so uh, the the toy company because there was like they have a little tag on the toy that says you know not affiliated with Jack Daniels so they won their case but then it got appealed and now it's going to the Supreme Court like the Supreme Court is 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 trying a dog toy case. Um, whether or not it's uh, it's conf- it's considered uh, infringement, um, which uh, I thought is like it's it's really remarkable that like this that these guys are that pissed that there's a dog toy that looks like they're because they're thinking that this dog toy could be detrimental to their image. It's got it's alcohol. Like, you know, it's I don't understand this. Right. But uh, I just I thought it's an interesting, uh, you know, interesting thing happening in, in, in the in, you know, that because I've seen like like the ones that look like a, like a bag of chips and they say like bark Ritos and stuff like that on it. So like I think they're cute and everything. I, I, you know, I think they're harmless, but apparently, you know, people are pissed about it. It's kind of like free advertising. Like if you're buying that for your dog, you're probably drinking Jack Daniels. Well, like yeah, potential. Well, potential. I just think it's cute. Like, I just think it's like, here, here's a bottle of beer for my dog, and it's like, like, what's you know, you're innocently, you know, like it's not, it's not dissuade. I'm not thinking bad things about Heineken or Jack Daniels because there's a dog toy that looks like they're bottles or anything. No, guys, I'm telling you, from a marketing world, it's it's you control your brand. Do not let someone else ever hijack your brand because you let one hijack it. You set a precedent and other people can start and start to use it. You control it. And if you want to make a dog toy look like a bottle of Jack Daniels, I will get 2% out of every one of your sales because you've used my, but the, because the Jack Daniels bottle is so iconic, right? It, you, 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 when you're drunk, you can grab a bottle of JD and you know, it's a bottle of Jack Daniels because of the shape they designed it. It's iconic. You want it. You can use it. It's going to cost you 2%. Yeah, it's. I just. I thought it was interesting that you know that it's. This is you know all stemming from a pet toy, right? Any updates on uh, any updates on uh, your dog hunt? Nope, nothing yet. Spring, spring's going to be the time. So we're we're waiting, especially up here with all the snow that we're getting um, in northern Ontario. I am not. Uh, I am not house training a dog. Oh, that's right. You're waiting for the spring weather. Oh. That's right. But I do have some some bad news. Uh, not that any of our listeners know who who the heck I'm talking about, but Mark will. Um, unfortunately, friends of ours uh, had to put down one of their uh, dogs this week. So Jaxi, uh, Eric and Jen's oh, uh, Jaxi. Oh, sorry to hear that. Oh. So you know what? It's it's one of those. Uh, you, if if you've got any friends that are going through it, and I'm not bringing this to put a fucking sad trombone on our show, but it's one of the things that as someone who went through it, and if you don't have pets um, and someone goes through it, I, I'm never going to tell a parent it's like losing a child, but when you don't have kids, it's like losing a child. Um, both their employers were great. Like, this is the thing that amazed me. Um, their employer stood up. Uh, Jen's employer this week said, look, I know it's tough. It's it's you guys don't have any kids. They these are your children. Like this happened on Monday. They said 
if by Friday you feel like coming back, come back by Friday. But if not, consider the rest of the week off. Just mm-hmm. get yourself right and 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 deal with uh, with the grief. So, for again, only to put the message out there: if you don't have pets and someone does go through it, um, it's not just a dog. And, and and hey, and Sarah, it's not just a fish. Goldie, I'm sure is is very important to the family. So just keep in mind. I do. Yeah. So keep keep in mind if if you know someone that's going through it again, just seeing someone else go through it here and someone who's close to us, it it it's kind of a reminder to to people out there that it it's it's a horrible time to go through. So just uh be be tolerant, I guess is the word. Well, you know, just you know, like you know, give them, you know, like maybe offer them, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, a little bit of happiness and try, you know, maybe give them, you know, something uplifting to to think about. But uh yeah, a little bit of support always helps when uh, yeah, you know, someone loses a pet, especially like you said, if if they don't have kids, um, you know, it can it can definitely be a you know a big a big loss and 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 a big void to fill in in their lives. Um, okay, uh, guys, uh, you know, I. I, you know, I really enjoyed that. I think we had a, a fantastic discussion about our, our podcast today. Uh, you know, uh, Sarah, you, uh, you, 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 you overcame your anxiety quite well. I, you were, th- I think you're a great guest other than when you, when you sort of attacked me and sided with Steve there. Um, but I'll just edit all that out and, uh, uh like, like it, it never happened. So you have you have something else to say now? He said he didn't like Seinfeld or The Office, so like I'm kind of on your side again. There, oh, see, there you go. Absolutely, oh, that's it. Yes, that's <laughs> okay. You know, oh, good, good. You know, nice. Okay, I'll take. Maybe I'll leave that in there as long as everyone knows that you're on my side again. Uh, Steve, again, uh, pleasure, uh, pleasure having you here, co-hosting with me. You know, even though the animosity is real. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but before we before we go, Sarah, tell us uh, about you. I know you have a web presence. Uh, oh yes, yeah, Lomas. yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's let's get you some uh, some clients and and some people uh, your way. Okay. Um. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Sarah Keen Wellness. That's mostly where I hang out. You can send me messages on there. Um. Yeah, I can help you. Yeah. That's it. Okay, so so is it um, at Keen on Health? Is that that's your your oh, Instagram thing? That was my previous. Yeah, at Keen on Health was like my previous, and now it's at Sarah Keen Wellness. So all that'll be, uh, we'll have that all in the show notes, like we always do. So you'll be able to, uh, if you're if you'd like to go and and follow Sarah and uh, get some of that healthy advice, um, and maybe you know one day we'll hear a Sarah and Steve Health podcast. Who knows? Um, uh-huh. you know, it's, it could happen. It sounded like that, you know, it, it was happening in the middle of my podcast today. Um, but, uh, Steve, again, like I said, I appreciate having you on, uh, co-hosting with me and keeping us on the rails. Sarah, uh, you were a fantastic guest. Thank you for uh, joining us. And we look forward to like any updates on, uh, on, on your, uh, uh, pets and, uh, and things like that. Um, so, uh, the, we'd like to thank the listeners as usual for, uh, for tuning in again. Um, Nancy, we'd like to thank you for the graphics, Aiden and Richard at RFP media for doing the audio, uh, or teaching me all the audio stuff, uh, DD and deeps, uh, for the music and theme song, uh, and uh, to Dana for letting me do this. So today guys, uh, our podcast recommendations were, um, uh, the ultimate health podcast, uh, diet starts tomorrow 
Anna Ferris is unqualified. The Office Ladies. My dad wrote a porno, which I am interested in listening to. Uh, Steve recommended something to wrestle. Uh, obviously, a wrestling podcast. I recommended the lead starting five. Um, so all, I think, uh, all, all potentially worth listening to for sure. Um, don't forget uh, to like and subscribe and review us wherever you can do that. Uh, you can find us on just about all podcast platforms. You can email us at marklovesppp at gmail.com. Um, or you can find us on Facebook at marklovesppp. And uh, remember, uh, support your local arts, music, and comedy scenes. Help out uh, or donate to your local uh, animal shelters and wildlife rescues. And keep the workers at your community pot shops employed by frequenting them often. Uh, Sarah, Steve, it was a pleasure uh, having you guys. Uh, have you guys a fantastic Sunday. Uh, Sarah, enjoy the hockey game. And, uh, <laughs> and if anybody's watching the Super Bowl, guys, enjoy that. And before we go, Mark, uh, your prediction. So when we listen to this uh, next week, we have our talk. Who, uh, I'm going to uh, say uh, Kansas City, 27-24 um, over Philadelphia. Oh, hmm. yeah. old prediction. Yeah. Do you guys have? It? Are you guys going to watch the game? No. Uh, I'm going to watch the halftime show. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, Rihanna. Okay. Well, well, Steve, we could talk about that next week too. Sarah, enjoy the hockey game this afternoon, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Thank you, guys. See you, guys. Steve just, you know, he attacks me quite a bit, you know. Let's, oh, I know. Let's be I love it. It's like one of my favorite parts of the show is that he shits on you all the time. Oh, see? <laughs> there you go. So you said it. That, acknowledge it. He shits on me all the time. That's it. He, yeah, but I want to encourage it because it's great. <laughs>